And you're listening to the sport. Joel and Woz here. Some awesome Let's make a there. switch, mate. Yeah, we'll make switch a switch. Up, switch up the codes. We're going to talk to... I saw, I saw a nice ad that said something about... Uh, you know, one of those memes of the blokes is saying, oh, just, just knowing now until next February that every weekend there's a game of NFL yes, or something like yes, that. Yes, I saw that as well. <laughs> the, the American football season is upon us and there's a lot of excitement surrounding, especially over here in Australia. And we've got Tim Gleeson on to talk, talk all things American football. Tim, how are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for having us, Jeff. No, beautiful. Thanks for jumping on. And we're just talking about pro kick off air and, and talking about you as a coach. How do you how do you find these these sort of players? Are they ex footballers, or they they approach you to to have a crack at punting over in the US? Yeah, definitely. So you know, I wish we could say we have enough time to do recruitment. Um, but yeah, we're we're quite inundated for season finishing. Um, you know, we get upwards of probably five hundred requests over a year um, from people over all over Australia looking to find out more information about Brokeek and um, yeah, how it sort of help facilitate their journey overseas. Mate, it was here. Um, just in regards to that, I know there's limited opportunity um, that comes up, but if you're that good, how, how sort of lucrative can it be just for just for the someone that can come along and, and, and punt a ball, say, 65 yards? Yeah, I mean, I mean, from a from a college standpoint, uh, we do scholarships uh, yearly. Um, some of them touch to around five hundred thousand dollars over the span of four years. Um, yeah, I think USC actually in California might actually be upwards of six hundred. Once you make the pros, obviously uh, we've got Michael Dixon, Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Um, he signed a four-year, sixteen million-dollar contract, so a ton of money involved. Yeah, um, yeah sort of. Uh, yeah, puts the AFL on a pretty, pretty minute scale in comparison. And uh, I'm an Eagles fan. Unfortunately, uh, Aaron Sipos may have just been cut. Uh, for someone like like him, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's a pretty cutthroat business at the top? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I keep an eye on Super at this point in time. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch of, uh, I guess, schemes which clubs do sort of going into round one. Um, so he's actually been demoted to the practice squad, which doesn't mean he can, can't actually play. Um, as a practice squad member, he can be brought up to the full-time roster a maximum of three times a year. Um, so we're still pretty hopeful that, that he'll get a look in this year and um, I'd keep an eye out for his name come round one. And oh, sorry, mate. Just no, just just to explain it a bit further too, because there's not like a, a secondary sort of league or any is there? It's 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 the big leagues or, or what? What else is underneath that? Yeah, more or less. Um, it it kind of starts to diminish after high school. Um, so high school, I think around two percent of players make college, um, and then around one point eight percent of players from college actually make their way onto NFL rosters. So it's a it's a pretty cutthroat business. Um, there's been a few few other leagues in the last couple of years. I think the USS, USFL as well as the XFL um, are sort of trying to make a few inroads, but I wouldn't really call them a feeder system like we have the TSC Parkour School footy in um, in Australia as, and on top of that as well, yeah, the, the VFL system and um, club leagues. So it's, it's one of those things where once you're sort of done with football over there from the college level, you, you kind of wrap up and, and sort of jump into the workforce. Um hmm. You know, there, there are sort of free agents who try and make their way onto NFL rosters, but you have to be pretty financially um, secure to, you know, put a year of your life on hold and, and sort of train and um, keep your body in peak physical condition and give yourself the best opportunity available. So, um, yeah, there, there really isn't too much of a, a different pathway and inroads available. Um, it's a, a bit of luck involved, no doubt. And, Tim, you mentioned off-air that you were actually able to go over to the US and, and play as a kicker over in their game. 
What was that experience like? An Aussie over playing the, the American game, the college lifestyle, what was it all like? Uh, it was awesome. It was, uh, you know, back back when I joined Pokey Australia, I think I was maybe the, the fifth guy to uh, inherit a full-ride scholarship. So I started off my career at the University of Wyoming, um, and my very first game was against the University of Texas Longhorns, which was, oh. I think, off the top of my head, around 103,000 people. So, wow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, driving the stadium on the bus, you're getting uh, stuff around the bus, you're getting police escorts, um, you know, on, on your way to the stadium, you, you're taking private charter planes for the away games, it's it's on a different level, um, and for a lot of Australians who sort of don't really understand it, you know, some people think taking a step from, say, the VFL to college football is a step down, but in reality, the, the college, um, you know, football system as a whole dwarfs the AFL yeah. um, in terms of revenue or money, so it's, a, it's a, actually a big step up, and a lot of the AFL guys are send over as well. Um, their comments are often, yeah, this is way more intense. This is, uh, you know, a whole different level than, you know, what, what we could have anticipated. So it's, uh, it's a massive business. Um, and, yeah, obviously, thanks to you guys for, for spreading the word. It, it certainly helps us. And, um, yeah, obviously, sort of growing the game out here. There's a um, bit of a cult figure out here, um, you know, especially on Twitter with Aussies who do follow the NFL. So, um, yeah, we're, we're trying to bump it up as much as possible. It's a, it's a great game. And when you get, you say you get inundated uh, throughout the year with with people making inquiries, how quick can you see, uh, as a coach or as a, as a scout, how quick can you see uh, a yes or a no? Uh, probably within about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a niche thing, but um, look, in, in reality, back back in the old days, the, the punters who traditionally made it to the NFL or you know the college ranks were, were some of those 6'6 six, six guys who had these big leaves and kick the ball, um, you know, with massive amounts of hang time. Um, whereas today's day and age, um, the game shift a little bit and there's there's different rules in college as there is to NFL with regards to what the punter can actually do. Mm. Um, so in college teams, punters can actually sort of kick a rollout uh, drop punt, which allows the punt team to uh, get downfield a little bit quicker and make the tackle on the punt returner. Yep. Um, so if you're a really accurate uh, kick, even if you're sort of that 5'6", five, 5'10", five, sort of, um, height range um, but, you know you, you have great power and um, I guess consistency and you can kind of put it on dime we're, we're after those kids as well um, there's definitely a career there I mean Cam Johnson who's at the uh, Houston Texans he's just got put on IR so he's out for the next couple of weeks unfortunately he's uh, strained his calf but um, he's not an overly tall fella he's probably 5'10 five, 5'11 uh, five, but the power that he has in his core and his legs is just, you know, unmatched. And he's obviously, um, you know, stepped out a, a bit of a niche for himself in the NFL market. And, um, yeah, he's, he's doing very well at the Texans. Could we see a time to, like, I, I see, the like, a wide receiver. I mean, I've often thought, like, a guy like Nick Rewalt could probably, you know, just could take a mark anywhere. Could we see a time where that's another position that, as Australians and AFLs, we uh, can exploit? Yeah, so funny you mentioned it, Greg. Well, we, uh, we caught up with him in Houston uh, probably maybe two months ago now, three months ago when we were on our project trip. Um, and he came down to Rice. And look, he's, he's probably around the same size as some of those tight ends and wide receivers. But um, the difference is these guys are sort of running, you know, 10, 5, 11 flat and 100. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, so um, you know, I, I, there's a, I don't know if you guys are aware of DK Metcalf or yes. you know, the, the listeners out there, but yep. if you do a quick Google search on him, he's probably 6'5", uh, 
maybe 100 kilos, has an eight pack popping out of his skin. Um, and he runs about a 10, 1, 10, 200. So um, the, the speed and, and the training these guys do from a very young age is, is just completely different to AFL. Yeah. Um, they're obviously sort of short burst, six second plays, whereas we're trying to run out a game of 120 minutes in the, in the Aussie ranks. So um, yeah, while, while Nick or you know someone of that size, um, you know, theoretically on paper looks apart. Um, yeah, when it, when it comes down to the speed of things, they're uh, yeah, a long way off. Yeah. They're just a different breed of athletes over there, aren't they? Just ridiculous. I know exactly who you're talking about, Tim, and he is just six foot five, pure muscle. Like, it is ridiculous what this guy looks like. But um, yeah, he, he was also trying to represent uh, the USA in the hundred meter sprint, the Olympics. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. That. Someone that size. I mean. Imagine trying to cover him as well. Don't oh, you? no. It's just a, a, a nightmare of an experience for the defenders. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Tim, what is the percentage of, of players that actually are successful and go over to these U.S. colleges? And how many uh, Aussies are currently over playing the American game? Yeah, so uh, I believe right now in Division One FBS football, so there's there's two divisions of uh, Division One football. There's a thing called the FBS and the FCS. Um, there's about 130 teams in each division. Um, now, the thing about a punter is traditionally there's only one punter on scholarship at each school. So, you know, if you sign a scholarship, you, you're there for four years. So with, with that being said, there might only be 60 Division One teams in total between FBS and FCS seeking a punter each year. Um, just because it is in that four-year increments. Um, last year, we did 39 scholarships. Wow. An outstanding number. It's the, the most we've done. Um, and, yeah, I think overall to this date, we've done about 260 scholarships. Um, wow. And these are full-ride scholarships, which cover everything from healthcare to your tuition to wow. meals. Um, each team has pers- uh, private chefs. There's probably about eight or so chefs. There's dietitians, wow. um, doctors, you name it. It's, uh, it's professional business. So, um Right now in Melbourne, we have around 60 training full-time. Um, some guys might be a two-year prospect, um, just need to sort of develop their body a bit physically, um, whereas others come down who might be in their early 20s and, and sort of at that stage already, and they might be a 12, 12-month process to get them ready to go over and play. Um, so th- there's a way in for most people. Um, it's just some people's timelines might be a little bit longer than others. Unbelievable. And how, how, how different is the kicking an AFL footy in comparison to kicking it an NFL football is is there much difference or is there a change in style these athletes need to undertake or is it what is it yeah it's a world of difference I mean if you think about Aussie rules football you know your coach is probably going to curse you out pretty poorly if, if you're sort of kicking it 50 metres every time with four, four and a half, five second tank time mm. um, you know you're going to put your teammates in hospital so <laughs> you know from, from an early age in Australia we're taught to kick it pretty low um, and penetrate the kick um, whereas in American football they, they kind of want it the exact opposite they want it high and long um, so obviously give you your team time to get down the field and, and kind of make the tackle and the returner so um, it is a big learning curve the ball is significantly different um, well, I guess you know, the easiest way I'd compare it would be like a tennis ball to a football. <laughs> They're <laughs> completely different. Um, the, the American footballs are quite pointy. Um, if you're playing in a, in a snow-ridden area, um, you know, you, your foot's going to bruise up pretty quickly. Um, but the sweet spot's also about an inch. So if you miss it by a millimetre either way, um, you know, you could be knocking out a pie girl in the stands, we often say. Um, it, it can sort of come off the side of your boot and, um, yeah, look look pretty ugly. So it's it's a... It's a repetition thing. It's it's much like a golf swing. You know, you, you've got to get perfect at it and perfect your craft, and it doesn't happen overnight. It's uh, 
you know, we, we, we love the motion of Aussie rules, but, you know, rugby league, rugby union guys can do it as well. Um, they're, they're often quite uh, terrific at doing it. So, yeah, I, I'd say there's, while, while there are similarities, um, those pretty much end with the hand-to-foot uh, coordination of it. And if we look forward to the season upon us, um, firstly, who, who are you following and uh, how, how do you see the season shaping out? Because, well, I mean, it's, it's early days, but there's so much talk about it already. Uh, the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the NFL is different every year, obviously, due to free agency. There's, there's massive changes. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers obviously gone to the Jets. Um, you know, he's, he's pretty much demanded a high-powered offense. They've signed Del, Delvin Cook, who's one of the best running backs in the league, um, coming out of Minnesota. Um, you know, the, the new draft picks, uh, you know, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, um, obviously looking to make inroads with the Falcons and the Texans, respectively. Um so yeah, who, who knows? Um, these things can change. I mean, two years ago, Tampa Bay were on top of the world. Tom Bay, Tom Brady's retired, um, and now they're, I think, at the bottom of the power rankings. So, um, who, who really knows? It's 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 something different every year, which is amazing. Um, it gives fan bases hope. Um, m- myself personally, uh, Broncos fan, we've just hired Sean Payton, the ex uh, coach at New Orleans Saints. Hoping for a bit of a turnaround, um, but we need uh, Russell Wilson to cook something up and uh, prepare something better than he did last year. And speaking of the NFL, Tim, a man by the name of Lou Headley caught my attention a couple of weeks ago. He's made the Saints roster, I think. Can you? Did you have any any sort of involvement with Lou Headley, the kick, you know, becoming a kicker on an NFL roster? Did you did you help in any way, or was he separate to your organisation? Oh, no, no, he, he came through Pro Kicks. So I was out there in 2020 at the University of Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. We trained him a little bit back then. Um, and then Nathan went across in February of this year and prepared him for the upcoming draft. Um, he didn't get drafted, <clears throat> which isn't rare for a punter. He went the free agent route. Um, got a look in at New Orleans Saints, performed extremely well over the preseason um, and earned a job on the 53-man roster. So um, it's, it's amazing stuff. Um, a, a lot of the feedback sort of, pre-draft was that he's too old and no team's really going to invest in him um, from that sense so it's really good he's bucked the trend there um, it bodes well for a lot of our current athletes who you know may have a, a few stigmatisms on them in that sense um, but yeah he's, he's done an awesome job he's a, he's a massive kick probably one of the most humble fellas I've ever been around um, just puts his head down and works and um, you know this has been his goal since day one so really proud for Lou and yeah really looking forward to what he can do at the New Orleans Saints yeah, definitely. It's really exciting, I reckon, for Australian athletes who are sort of looking to take that route. Hey, Tim, we're almost running out of time, mate. We really appreciate you jumping on. You've just given an amazing insight into a game that we probably don't know too much about. Um, we just thank you for so much for, for getting on and talking about it. Yeah, no problems at all. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate Thanks, having Tim. us. Thanks, mate.